Welcome to Activate, your next level mindset podcast. I am your host, Coach Paul Ibarra, helping you reframe your mindset and activate your purpose so that you can live your life of freedom. So here we go. The topic for today is you got this. It's all about building confidence in your life, for your life, and through your life, not only for yourself, but for other people as well that are involved. All right. And so one of the major, I wouldn't say major, but one of the the questions or the reasons why someone comes to me as, as, a, as a client to, for, for me to be their coach or somebody that's in my life that they're these questions, one of the greatest questions is, how do I build confidence? How do I get to a place where I'm as confident as you? Um, and this isn't just about me. What I'm saying is those people that have been rocking um, life, that's been rocking their businesses, they've been rocking uh, their ministries, whatever that is, we tend to look at people sometimes as, wow, they've got it all together. And how can I get to a place where they're at today? Right. I'm here to tell you today that you got this, my friend. OK, so what does it take to build confidence? A lot of people are challenged in this area. And believe me, my friend, I was there, too. I've been in that place of not understanding what my confidence was because I was insecure in so many different areas. And so confidence is one area that isn't about a one thing that you do that zaps away that fear. And it's completely gone, right? It's not something that's a, that's a, that's a pill that you take and all of a sudden you're confident. Okay. It's really not there. There's no red or blue pill. This isn't the matrix where you have a decision, take this pill and you hit and you stay here or take that pill and you go there. That That's not how this works. Okay. This is all about um, an action that you take. It's the actions that we take every day that is consistently consistent, like riding a bike, baking a pie, baking a cake, all of these different things, learning uh, new equipment at a job, driving a car, like all of these different things that I know that you have been a part of uh, that sometimes it's like when you first start doing it, you're like, I don't really know what I'm doing and that's okay. So what it, what it is, is it starts with the unknown. Those unknown places in your life, those dark places, those places that you see, maybe you see someone else doing something that you wish that you could do. It starts with a thought. That thought begins to hover. When that thought begins to hover, it begins to probe you. It begins to disrupt your thoughts. It begins to disrupt your thinking. It begins to disrupt those things in your life it seeks you out. It's these things in life, the confidence that's seeking you out, that sometimes it causes you to run because you're really truly not prepared for what's coming. I've heard this a lot. And I'm sure you have too. I'm not going to have any kids until I'm ready. I'm not going to get married to somebody until I'm ready. I'm not going to do this until I'm ready. And then all of a sudden, on comes a baby. You weren't ready. On comes the marriage, you weren't ready. On comes the new career, you weren't ready. On comes the college career, you weren't ready. 
right? I don't think we're ever 100% ready for anything, no matter how many times we dot our I's and cross our T's. We never really truly get to a place where we're comfortable enough to say, okay, I'm ready. We can get the basis of it, but to be 100% ready, I think that's a, that's a tough thing. You know what I'm saying? And so let's talk about that for the next few minutes. So let's talk vision. We were talking yesterday about vision, about plan, about creating these things, the momentum in your life to be able to get that plan working. Number one, where did your vision come from? Like, really think about that. Where did your vision come from? Was it something that someone told you to do and then you ran with it? And to come to find out as you're running with it, it really wasn't your lane. It wasn't what you're equipped to do. Was it because of something that you saw online that someone else was doing and you figured you could do it too? These are questions. These are areas in life that happen a lot. So if this has happened to you, you're not the only person out there that has been caught up in the media hype, the social media stuff. You follow what I'm saying? When you figure that out, where it came from, which it should be God, and also trusting yourself in God that when that you have the capability to have a have a vision and execute it. When you get to that place of understanding that you are capable because you were created by God, then you were able to see things differently as you progress in taking the action for your life. But you must first realize where the vision came from. And when you understand where the vision came from, now you're able to execute that and get it to that next place. Okay. Point number two, take a step forward, establish your footing and careful to pursue out of emotion. Emotion isn't going to cast your vision productively. If you are taking a step forward and waiting for your emotions to catch up, or you're basing your vision off of emotion, I'm here to tell you today, my friend, you just might lose it. Because emotion isn't what we walk by. Faith is. The hard and emotional side of a thing can lead you to slippery and rocky places that the gear that you have on that you prepared for will not suffice this portion of your journey. Now, what does that mean? Let's say you've been preparing for a marathon, all right? You've been learning how to drink water, learning how to sprint, all the different knee bandages, the preparation it is to run that marathon. And all of a sudden, now you're on the side of a mountain that you're hiking, but you have no ropes. You're not fitted properly. You're wearing shorts when you should be wearing sweats. You're, you're, you're wearing 
headbands when you should be wearing headgear. Backpacks and all these different things. You get the point. You've been preparing for something else. You've been led by your emotion in other areas that have caused the hindrance to come into your life that you're not able to fulfill that vision. You're not able to uh, fulfill that confidence because you've been preparing for the wrong things. Right? So the emotional side of things isn't what you want to count on. And that's not what you want to base your faith on. You want to base your faith on what do I know that I need to do? Even if I don't know what to do, what am I going to do to get there? Step number three, keep stepping, right? You've got to keep stepping. Once you've taken that step forward, find your footing, then keep stepping. Psalms 37 and 23 says it this way. The steps of a righteous man are ordered by the Lord and he delights in his way. It says it plural. The steps of a righteous man are ordered by the Lord. Right? So it's one thing at a time. When you're even even when you're running that marathon, it's one step at a time to get you to your goal. One step. So keep stepping. Rushing the steps in your life can lead you to creating the wrong product because the recipe has been compromised. How many here have ever baked a cake and had to follow a recipe on the box? And when you have, let's say you deviated from that recipe, did the product come out the way that you intended it to come out? Does the product look like what's on the box? Does the product, does it, does it look like that? Did it turn out that way? Probably not because you didn't follow the recipe. It's the same with our life. When we're creating the wrong product in our vision, when we're creating those wrong things, we think we're creating something because of how we feel when in fact, we ought to be creating things out of what others are receiving from us. What and also what we're called to do in that lane. You follow me? So, point number one, I'm just going to go through these really quick. Where did your vision come from? You must determine where it came from. Number two, take a step forward. That's called faith. And number three, keep on stepping. So, what does the keep on stepping do? It allows you to stay the course. This is number four stay the course and keep the momentum. 2 Timothy 4 and 7 says, I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. It's not about the trophy. It's about the consistency. It's about the building on top. It's about your integrity. It's about the faith. It's about keeping the thing going for the, for the vision that God has given you. It's about staying that course, keeping the momentum, keep stepping, keep moving forward, keep staying focused on what's ahead and not about the trophy that you're going to receive. Because nine times out of 10, what we set our goals for, the results that we get from those goals aren't 100% what we're on the goals to begin with, right? So we're thinking, okay, if I drink this, this tea for the next 10 days, I'm going to look and feel a certain way. You may not. 
but it's the consistency of this that's working on the inside of you. So this is turmeric and uh, and ginger, right? Ginger is good for your digestive system. So if you're having problems today, don't don't think that because you just took one cup of tea, it's going to solve your problems for the rest of your life. It's a consistent every day drinking this certain tea, every day doing this certain exercise, every day doing something in the lane that you're going towards in the focus that you have in order for that momentum to stay the course. All right. Point number five. This happens and this has happened to me. I got caught up in so many different tactics, podcasting and editing and equipment and all of this stuff. And money was coming in and I was like, man, I could just I could turn my brand out. I can do this. I can create that and and put the money there. And the money is going to get me to the next place. Listen, money is your resource, not your safeguard. Money is your resource, not your safeguard. Never be led by what you can buy to keep up. Rather, stay the course until the opportunities present themselves to invest in something of worth. So let's, for instance, this this platform that I'm using, StreamYard, I started using this three years ago. I first started with the free version to see what it was about. I could have easily just purchased the plan for the whole entire year and spent X amount of dollars, but what if it didn't work? So I started consistently using this platform, getting familiar with the platform, finding out how I can make backgrounds and different banners and different overlays and videos and all of that for this platform. Once I understood it and once I saw the benefit of it, then I invested in it year per year. Why? Because as I'm investing in myself and as I'm investing in the product, I'm also investing in who else? You. Because you are watching these videos, you're following these videos, you're getting the inspiration, you're getting the content, whatever that is, and it's for you. So if I invest in myself, now I'm able to invest in someone else. Now I'm able to bring something to the table for you, and you can bring bring something to the table for me, and we can both collaborate, talk, have a conversation, and there's value in everything that we do. So again, money is your resource, not your safeguard. Never be led by what you can buy to keep up. Rather, stay your course until the opportunities present themselves to invest in something of worth. Something else that you want to keep in the back of your mind as well. Visit with those that have blazed the trail before you. Watch people and how they're doing things to be successful. It's not about becoming them. It's about learning How did you get there? And you take a few nuggets from that story and you say, you know what? I can apply this and this and this. Those other two things, I'm not too sure. But let me start with this. Visit with those that have blazed the trail before you because counsel is key. Last point that I'm going to talk about, and it's a brief story in the Bible, but but the bullet point for this point right now is do it anyway. No matter how you feel, Remember, we were just talking about emotions a few, you know, 10 minutes ago. Do it anyway. It's not about the emotion. It's not about 
how you feel that morning, get up and do it anyway. Get up and do that push-up. Get up and do that that walk around the block. Get up and and bake chicken instead of deep frying it. Right? Do it anyway because in your in your pursuing your goals and in your pursuing your business, in your pursuing these things, do it anyway because God doesn't make sense. There's times when God will ask you to do something and God will show you something to do and it doesn't make sense to your mind, to my mind. Do it anyway, right? So there's a story in the Bible. Matter of fact, go read it for yourself. It's out of 2 Kings in chapter five. It's a story about this guy named Naaman. He was a, 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 a commander in an army and he had leprosy. He was very successful, but he had leprosy. <clears throat> he had some kind of an ailment. Well, through the story, he was told to go down to the king of Israel, and there's a prophet that's in that land that was able to heal him. So his king said, yeah, go down there because you're my commander. I'm going to hook you up. I want you to go down there, take all of these offerings and give them to the king of Israel so that you can be healed. So he goes down, presents it to the king. This, the king said, who am I, God? Like, take all this stuff back. Like, this isn't this isn't what this is about. So when the prophet heard about this man, he said, send, you know, send him my way. The guy goes to his house. The prophet sent message through his messenger to him. Go and dip in the Jordan seven times and you'll be healed. The guy was kind of taken back from that. The guy was a little bit upset. The guy was a little bit mad. He was like, you want me to go dip in some dirty water? I'm not doing it. Sometimes the most crazy and easiest things to do, we don't do. Why is that? Because sometimes it's like, that's going to work? Nah, I'm good. It's the same thing when Jesus came on the scene. People thought he was coming in a big crown, royalty, uh, entourage. He didn't come in the way that people expected him to come. It's the same with your healing. It's the same with your business. Do it anyway, because God doesn't make sense. So the prophet told him, go and dip in that dirty water seven times. He didn't want to do it. <clears throat> His own people said, listen, if he would have asked you to come and do a hard thing, wouldn't you have done it? They said, just go dip in the water. Just do what he's telling you to do. This guy goes out there, dips in the water seven times. Immediately, he's healed. Point number seven, give God glory in all you do. And that's going to continue to build your confidence because you got this. Why? You are a child of the most high king. If you have accepted Christ in your life, you are a child of the most high king. So what am I getting at through that story? I could just imagine this guy, Naaman. I believe that's that's what his name is. But go to Second Kings chapter five. I can almost guarantee that this man was like going to the Jordan going, seriously, this, this water's nasty. And this guy's telling me to dip in here seven times. This is gross. Why would I do that? I'm not going to do this. Rah, 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 all this stuff, complaining and murmuring. But he did it anyway. He did it anyway. Even though in his mind, God doesn't make sense. There's times where God will have you do something that is totally not going to make sense. But I'm here to tell you today, 
that when you truly listen to what the voice of God and really truly hearing through the Holy Spirit and those that are of wise counsel and you are told, go do this, and it resonates with your spirit, not from your emotion. You cannot be led through your emotion. You've got to be led by your faith. Do it anyway. And point number seven, give God glory, because in the same story, in the same passage, 2 Kings chapter 5, at the end of this, he gives God glory. He said, there's no other God. The only God that I have seen work is Yahweh, the God of Israel. He gave God glory. So let me wrap this up. Seven points here. You got this building confidence. Remember, confidence is not a pill that you take. Confidence is action steps daily, consistency. And you will hear me say that a ton of times this year. And every time I talk to you, consistency is key. Number one, where did your vision come from? Determine that and you can go on to step two, which step two is take a step forward. Establish your footing and careful to pursue out of emotion. Point number three, keep on stepping. Psalms 37 and 23, the steps of a righteous man are ordered by the Lord and he delights in his way. One thing at a time, don't rush those steps. Don't deviate from the recipe. Point number four, stay the course and keep your momentum. Second Timothy four and seven. I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. Never once did he said, I got the results that I wanted. I got the trophy. I got the branding. I got the new group. I got the new coaching program. I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. There's times that you are going to do something that you will not see the results. Look at Abraham. He had a promise. He wasn't able to see it. Look at Moses. Because of his anger, he couldn't step in. Stay the course and keep your momentum. Point number five, money is your resource, not your safeguard. Never be led by what you can buy to keep up. Rather, stay your course until the opportunities present themselves to invest in something of worth. Visit those that have already blazed the trail before you. Counsel is key. All right. Point number six, do it anyway, because God don't make sense. Read 2 Kings chapter 5. And number seven, give God glory in all that you do.